0: One year ago, 15-year-old Michael Brown was shot and killed about two blocks from his high school on Chicago's south side. The killing of a young teenager after school on a weekday is rare in this city, but last year there was a spike in killings. Some people are turning up the heat on Chicago public schools to do more to improve safety. Officials say they're working on a plan. Let's first hear from 16-year-old A.J. Davis, one of Michael Brown's friends. A.J. called him Little Mike.
1: I was with him before it happened. We was all at the store, me, him, and my friends. So basically, we all went separate ways to go home. My friend, Z-Rock, he texted the group. He was like, y'all got to check on Mike. He not texting nobody, because that's what we call him, Mike." And then I got home, and then my friend had called me. He crying, he crying, he crying. I'm like, what happened, what happened? He, Yeah, they said that it was Mike like that got shot. I don't know, it almost felt like it was, like, out of color. Like, it was drained. Like, the the two months after that, It was like just stuck on sadness. You know, we can't be kids no more. He was still a kid. You know what I'm saying? He was still a kid. He still had life. He still had talents. He still had dreams. And people just try to ignore that when they see a black kid in Chicago get killed because it's just normal. You know, it's normalized. But then again, they not a black kid living in Chicago. You feel me? It's normalized, but it shouldn't. Like, it shouldn't be no reason. I got to constantly watch my back. Even even if I'm taking the garbage that I watch my back, I'm watching my surroundings. And I ain't did nothing to hurt nobody. But then again, it's a bunch of kids that done lost their life that ain't did nothing to hurt nobody. Like, still to this day, it shaking me like, man, like, are you, are you serious? Like, he can't come home from school? He couldn't get home, like, from school? And this is supposed to be a safe place for us. This is supposed to be a safe haven where we come to school, we see our friends, you know what I'm saying? We see the staff that we like, you know, we kick it with them. But you telling me we can't even do that in peace?
0: That's 16-year-old A.J. Davis. Earlier, Mary Dixon spoke with WBEZ Sarah Karp and Nader Issa from The Sun-Times about this tough story. Sarah, that was pretty hard to hear. Can you give us some context on this? So I want to say that it, it's actually pretty rare for teenagers
2: to be shot and especially killed as they leave school even in Chicago, with all its gun violence. The young man we just heard was talking about his friend, Michael Brown, who was killed a year ago last week. You might remember that on December 16th, there was a shooting outside of Benito Juarez High School where two kids were killed. Once these things started piling up, that's why we wanted to sort of look at this issue and wanted to see like what what was going on here. And last year, what we found was that it was an anomaly with nine children 17 years or younger killed on a weekday in the hours that students had home. This is more than any other year in the past decade. The average before that was three. And we chose to look at the, the kids, you know, 17 and younger because that's the compulsory age
0: of attendance for school. Nader, what are Chicago Public Schools officials saying about this?
3: They've certainly noticed the spike in violence. They're worried about it. They're trying to find solutions. They're also partly tying it to the overall violence in Chicago and around the country. Something they're considering and and looking at in talks with the Chicago Police Department is more roving police units outside of schools. So that would mean police cars, patrol cars around the neighborhoods, around the streets, surrounding school buildings. That would be a big decision. You might remember a year ago, uh, the the past couple years, there's been a lot of protests. There's been talks about removing officers from high schools and how kids feel about officers inside their schools. And we talked to the head of safety and security at CPS. Her name is Jadine Chow. And here's what she had to say explaining that decision.
2: They see the police presence outside in a different way from police like in the school, eight hours a day, five days a week. But if it's out on the street, they understand that there might be safety risks outside. And so it doesn't feel as imposing.
3: So officials are trying to find a way to respond. They've also learned from the lessons of the past couple of years, and they wanna take students and individual schools and their needs into consideration.
0: And Nader, how are these individual schools reacting to this?
3: The first step after something happens is to address the trauma. They obviously know it's hard to lose a student, to lose a classmate, a friend. And so they come together to address that, bring in counselors, social workers, and build that sense of community. We also talked to Charles Anderson. He's the principal at Michelle Clark High School on the west side. They've had two kids killed in the past year uh, in the after-hour schools, one very close to school, another one farther away but walking home from school and Anderson told his kids just want these relationships with adults in the building. They want to have at least one trusted adult to confide in. That can help both prevent incidents because they they have an adult to speak about concerns with and it can be a way to respond and and let their feelings known.
0: And Sarah, you've been talking with parents and teachers and students who are affected by violence. Do they think that CPS and police are Doing enough? So, there are definitely people who would like to see the school district do more. The Chicago Teachers Union
2: is really upset about this and they want to see clear steps laid out for what they should do on the day of a shooting and the next day so teachers and students feel supported. And then just last week, the mothers of some of the victims of the war shooting held a press conference demanding more communication and more support from the school district. Especially, they said, for the sister of
0: one of the victims who still goes to the school. And what about A.J. Davis, the young man, 16 years old, that we heard from at the beginning of this piece? So
2: A.J. said that some of the teachers and staff at his school were really great and there are some that he still really confides in. But he also said that there were some teachers who just went on as normal right after the shooting and didn't really acknowledge it. And that made him feel as though those teachers didn't care about his friend. And he also wondered if that's how they would feel
0: if he was the victim. Sarah Karp from WBEZ and Nader Issa from the Chicago Sun-Times talking about a spike in violence outside Chicago Public Schools. Thanks, guys. This is WBEZ.